Welcome to episode 20 of the Diary of an Entrepreneur podcast, a brutally honest account of growing a business from the ground up. You'll hear deep insight while we are actually growing the business. My name is Danny Lacey and I'm the CEO and founder of a content marketing business in the UK with 16 staff, clients all over the country and revenue closing in on £1 million as we record this podcast. Uh, there's much more free business content over on my website. Just visit dannylacey.business. That's Danny, D-A-N-N-Y, Lacey, L-A-C-E-Y dot business. Now, in this episode, I talk about the importance of internal communications and communicating with your team. For me, one of the most important and underrated forms of marketing. So it doesn't matter if you have two or 20,000 staff, getting your internal communications right is absolutely essential and can be the difference between success and failure. And it amazes me just how many businesses give zero consideration to communicating, marketing to the team that they have within the business. It's also key to attracting the best talent and keeping them energised about working in your business for years to come. You spend ages onboarding, you spend ages recruiting, the, all that that goes on before the, the person starts working for you. You spend all that time and effort, you get them into the business and then for the most part, uh, we're on to the next thing and we've completely forgotten who that person is. Um, so yeah, it's really, really important. And a NAF monthly newsletter using outdated Word document template just doesn't cut it. Whether it's sent as an attachment on an email or it's printed off and attached to a notice board or left on a table somewhere. Uh, and the amount of these that I have seen in my years in business um, is astonishing. And the effort that goes into making that document and then nobody reads it. It's insane. Um, you should be thinking about this if you are about to or are launching a new business um, and you're about to employ staff, get the foundations right now and avoid an absolute headache and potentially toxic culture further down the line. Start as you mean to go on. You don't want to have to unravel all of this in years to come when you've got 200, 300, 500 staff on your books. Um, it cost an absolute fortune. Build the foundations right now and further down the line, it'll be just mere tweaks here and there that you'll need to do as opposed to have to invest tens of thousands in fixing those internal comms that just aren't working. Internal comms is a great way to educate, inform and motivate your team. Remind them of your vision, your values and goals, but deliver them in a more engaging way, less corporate talk and more entertaining and engaging visuals. Look at how people are consuming information these days. We've got the TikTokers over here, Facebookers over there, Instagrammers here, YouTubers over there. We consume in so many different ways. And on most of the sites, there's a different kind of tone and a feel. Some is fun and um, comedy. and others, it's a more serious uh, approach. Um, stuff that you really do have to take into consideration when you're discussing this. And reminding people, again, of those vision, values and goals uh, in a more engaging way is so, so important. People forget that sort of stuff. So you're going to remember it as the business owners or ahead of the business. They're tattooed on your body. They're ingrained in your DNA. 
Um, so by your very fabric, you know the visions and goals and objectives inside and out, but your staff don't, especially if they're new to the business. It's going to take time for them to to, to digest that information, for it to become, you know, just a kind of instinctive piece of information that they pluck out of their brains. It's there. It's ingrained in them. It's been te- taught and educated. Um so that's why internal communications is so, so important. You have to keep reminding people over and over and over again, but in an engaging and fun way, not in a bland and boring way. It's astounding the amount of businesses that don't even recognize that they need better internal communications. They can't see what is right in front of them and the negative effect it has or is having on their team and culture. And this thing just bubbles away in the background. And before you know it, you have problems. And it's really not that complicated. And making a massive and impactful change can be incredibly cost effective. Just going to interrupt the podcast very quickly. If you're enjoying what you hear and if you like this podcast content, head to my website for much more on growing a business from the ground up. There's video, audio, blog posts, events, and so much more on there where I share my entire entrepreneurial journey, the good, the bad, and absolutely everything in between. It really is an honest and open account. And make sure you sign up to the mailing list for exclusive content direct to your inbox grab your browser head over to dannylacy.business d-a-n-n-y-l-a-c-e-y dot business right back to the podcast so there are many 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 ways in which you can improve internal communications for you and for your team and this is something that you should be starting from the second you start hiring the very moment, even as you're thinking about hiring, you should be instantly thinking about how you're going to communicate with that person and the people as you grow the business. The first is obvious, the physical environment you and your team are working from. Look around you right now, even if you are working from home, does what you see inspire you? Does it keep you motivated and serve as a reminder of what you're trying to achieve for the future success of your business. Do you get positive vibes from the walls, the floor, the ceilings, and through the office windows, the thing that you're looking outside outside of? You know, what's out there? And what is it inspiring? Does it motivate you? Does it make you feel good? Now, I know that sounds a bit strange, but think about it for a second. How many times have you walked into a space and it influenced your mood? If it's dark and dingy, dirty old magnolia walls and a well-worn and old-fashioned carpet, naff old paintings on the wall that mean absolutely nothing and they're not even straight. Now imagine working in that space for eight hours a day. Just think about that. It's almost like a prison cell. And that sort of thing has a psychological effect on people, mainly on their moods and their levels of energy. It's really, really simple. The amount of businesses that I've visited over my many years in business, and I walk in and and immediately the reception area, it's dated, it's dull, it's non-inspiring, it's not even well-branded. I don't, the the minute I walk through those doors, I don't instantly think, oh, this is X, Y, and Z company that I'm visiting today. It's like, is this the right place? Am I in the right place? This is just, oh, I think there's no branding anywhere. There's nothing apart from some letters printed off on a signing in form, a signing in folder. Um, so yeah, it's, you know, it, it's astounding how many, and, and it doesn't really take much to change it. I'm not expecting you to kind of refurbish the whole building. Um, a lick of paint 
some company literature on the walls can go an incredibly long way. Other ways you can improve culture is setting up channels like uh, Teams uh, or Slack or WhatsApp or other regular uh, apps that are out there for for regular internal communications. Avoid clogging up your inbox. Um, You shouldn't really be having regular conversations internally as a team via email. Avoid that at all costs. It just clogs up the inbox. And there's nothing worse than having a thousand emails in your inbox from the same person or the same group of people. Um, It just, it doesn't put you in the right kind of mood. But uh, stick to apps like Teams and Slack, and there are many others out there uh, that are designed specifically for messages, for back and forth communications. Um, And and take it, take conversations over to those apps, right? They're set up much better um, for free flowing conversation like that. As the head of the business, you should be communicating with the team regularly to remind them of the bigger picture goals and just how important everyone's role is in achieving um, these goals. And you should do that using all the different channels. You should record video. You should do in-person meetings and town hall meetings and team huddles or whatever you want to call them. Uh, Podcasts like this is if you've got a huge organization, there's nothing wrong with doing a quick podcast, putting it on an internet somewhere or on an online service that you might use for internal communications. Um, you could write your own newsletter. Uh, there's so many things that you could be doing. And in fact, a regular monthly newsletter is still a really powerful tool for educating and engaging team. However, and this bit's really important, don't force feed information. Too many internal comms that I've seen recently and over the years, it's force feed. It's making people have to have to c- consume information in a certain language, a certain tone and via a certain format. Let the team own the newsletter, encourage them to contribute and make it mainly about them. You'd be surprised how this improves and increases engagement rates when people own things a little more. All right. There are so many great ideas to deliver your message in a format that the team can choose. And this goes back to my point I just made a second ago. Give them options. We all consume our information differently. So let them choose. Don't force them to have to. It's got to be on an email or it's got to be on the notice board that's in block C of office part four or whatever. Um Give them options. If I want, I, you're more likely to get that engagement. You're more likely to get eyeballs and ears onto that content if you give them options. Uh, I want to be able to consume my information in my own time and on my mobile phone. Give it to me in uh, on an app on an, in a format that is easily consumable through that technology, please. Um, there are so many great ideas out there, like Colleague TV, which could basically be just a bunch of uh, really inexpensive videos put together on a private Vimeo or YouTube channel somewhere that isn't public, that people could share in amongst, and you could just make it feel like a TV channel designed specifically for colleagues. It doesn't have to include a TV studio and all those other expensive broadcast things, but just something as simple as a, YouTube, a private YouTube channel or a private Vimeo channel, and you're just creating really basic content to make it feel like it's a, a colleague. TV channel, podcast, events, uh, new onboarding activities. You know, one of the most important parts of hiring somebody is that onboarding process. Those first few weeks and months are so, so, so important. Um, Looking at unique and creative work um, and and working from home spaces as so much more. Um, What I mean by that is, is the spaces that you're actually working in. How can you get 
creative and, and, and create new and unique visuals for the surroundings that people have to work in, including working from home. That's going to become a thing eventually, because right now we're just working from what we have at home, our, our crickety old desk and our naff old chair that's not got any padding in it. And then it's probably in a little box room somewhere. But eventually businesses may very well invest in, you know, making the working from home space a little better and a little more pleasing on the eye and maybe branded a little bit towards the business that they're working for, just again to remind people of what it is that they're trying to achieve um, as, a, as a business. And as you are building the foundations for better and more engaging internal comms, you need to document and visualize the process so that you can leverage that information for future use. So again, for onboarding or, you know, if you're uh, wanting to train and coach and keep people up to date with how you do things, you can use that documentation to remind people of how we do internal comms at this business. I also believe that your internal comms should have its own brand identity, not too far away from the main branding, but something with a slightly new angle so that the team know that this is specifically for them. We are working with clients right now, for example, to help them improve how they communicate with their team. And we always start by developing a handful of content pillars. Now, these pillars, once defined, and they can be different for, for most, but generally it's the same kind of thing, but they become our guide for what content needs producing and the tone and the goals of that content. So, for example, we work with the following four pillars. And they are, very briefly, we've got uh, pillar number one, vision and value. So this is a top priority pillar. Content should be focused on main company goals and mission with clear objectives for colleagues. And this could include uh, content or statements from the CEO or heads of the business. But all of the content under that pillar should be focused on the mission of the business. Then there's performance. So the content under this pillar is directed at colleague expectations, targets and results. It will also include the effect performance has on delivering the vision and the values. And again, that could be just updating a team on how they're performing. Are they, are they creating uh, more volume of traffic than they have previously? Whatever the statistics and analytics are, but it's all about um, colleague expectations. Then there's the third pillar, engagement creative and unique ideas to increase engagement with the internal uh, content. Now, that could be just more fun things to get people involved, just to remind them that the internal comms system is there and it's there to be used and um, and, and taken advantage of. And so to, to keep people and keep people in the habit of, of, of consuming that content, we could have that engagement pillar, which again, is just more fun, entertaining entertaining type content to get them in and uh, engaging with the content. And then pillar number four is rewards. Content that is all about inclusion and recognition of the team and the great things that they're achieving within the business. And you also, and I think this is really important as well, you also need to answer the following four questions with each piece of content. And we do this because from my experience, the stuff I've seen previously at other businesses is the content is very passive, very wallpapery. It's just, it's written, it's sent out, and, and that's it, it's forgotten about. But there's no real thought that goes into the creation of it. We have to create it because we have to create it. Um, and there's no real strategy, no plan for it. So the four questions we always ask with every piece of content is, uh, number one, how do you plan on raising awareness of this content? Number two, will colleagues fully understand what you are trying to say? And number three, is there an element of the content that colleagues can get involved with, interact with? And four, do you have clear next step action points that will deliver results for that content?
There you go. Uh, the biggest takeaway for me here is internal communications is just as important as external. It's a form of marketing if you look at it, and you should be doing lots of it to give your team the best environment and the best resources and chances of delivering the levels of performance that you and your business need to succeed. And remember, your team are your biggest advocates. Why would you leave them ill-informed and demotivated? Thank you so much for investing your time in this episode of the Diary of an Entrepreneur podcast. And if you like what you heard, do subscribe to receive notifications of future episodes. I try my best to get at least one a week out on these episodes. For more content, head over to the website, dannylacey.business. That's Danny, D-A-N-N-Y-L-A-C-E-Y dot business, fancy web address, where you will find video, audio, blogs, events, and so much more. And thanks again for listening and join me on the next episode of The Diary of an Entrepreneur. 